two contestants are facing off for some awesome prizes and some awesome bragging rights. An awesome, awesome piece. This is the Star Trek CCG Game Show. Hi everyone, I'm your host Corbin Johnson. Welcome to a very special edition of the Star Trek CCG Game Show. This is an all 2 trivia special. We've picked out some top shelf trivia and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Let's go ahead and welcome our two contestants from La Mesa, California, with a current 2E rating of 1604. He's Captain MD Kirk on the message boards. Let's welcome Matt Kirk. Welcome, Matt Kirk. What's the sound of one hand clapping? And that's the sound of our audience slowly leaving us. Okay. <laughs> Matt, how have you been doing? Uh, not too poorly. I'm uh, glad that I finally broke that 1600 barrier. That was uh, starting to be a little monkey on my back. But I uh, yeah. managed to uh, get up and over playing Cardassian a couple times last weekend for the uh, World's um, Celebration we had uh, one tournament in San Diego and one in Santa Barbara, and uh, went to both of those and got up over 1,600, so pretty happy about that. Well, congratulations on that. And Matt, what do you do for a living? Currently, I have a couple jobs. Um, the main job is I'm an inventory specialist for an eBay company that specializes in uh, audio equipment. We sell headphones, uh, microphones, cables, all sorts of different little audio goodies. All right, well, that's nice. Uh, today, your buzzer sound is... And just for showing up, you're going to win a couple packs of Dominion and a pack and a half of Tribbles. How exciting. All right. Um, your opponent today, his uh, blah, he is from... He is from Fort Worth, Texas with a current 2E rating of 1555, goes by Triumph on the Trek CC forums, we would like to welcome Jonathan. Welcome, Jonathan. Thank you. Jonathan, how's, he, how's it going today? I'm doing pretty well. It's been a hilarious 45 minutes uh, waiting for the, the show to start. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, nice break from grading history exams. History exams. So I guess that leads perfectly into my next question. What do you do for a living? I am a doctoral student studying history. Now, I think it would have been hilarious if you said something like, oh, I work at a movie theater, and be like, well, never mind. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, then why are you grading history exams? I flip, I flip burgers. Yeah. <laughs> be like, you confused everyone. So uh, how's that doctoral thing going? Uh, pretty well so far. Um, I periodically think that I'm crazy for continuing to do it ever so often, but... Uh, this, this should be my last full semester of courses, actually, and then I'll be moving on to working on that jolly dissertation thing. Mm, dissertation. What, what uh, area of history do you specialize in? Early U.S. history. Early U.S. history. Um, like before 1776? Uh, no. In, in, uh, <laughs> most, most history programs define history. Early U.S. history is before, say, 1877, and modern U.S. history is after 1877. So does this go like way, way back or just like to when the Europeans start showing up? 
yeah, U.S. history meaning United States as opposed to uh, Northern America or something like that. <laughs> only as far back as when the colonies started getting together. Generally, yeah. You can see how much I know about U.S. history. Okay. I just watched 1776 the other night. What do you want? <laughs> really, really, uh, most people, uh, it, it's hilarious how many people will ask me, I'll, I'll have somebody new ask me just about on a weekly or biweekly basis, oh, are you almost you know, done with school? And I just start laughing at them. And then I try to explain it's a doctoral program. It's not a medical doctor, but it's still a doctoral program. Mm -hmm. It takes years. Yeah, You'd be surprised how many people don't get that. <laughs> no, uh, I've got a couple friends doing their doctorates, and they have a lot of interesting stories. So, well, uh, good luck with that, uh, Jonathan. Your brother's sound today is. Now, you know, it's really weird realizing yeah. now that I'm on this side of the show rather than listening to the podcast mm -hmm. that I can't hear any of these sounds you talk about. You know, in all but one or two episodes, that's how it's always been. Actually, um, John, uh, Matt can attest to that. Yeah. Uh, I think that was why I liked the live episode so much, because they were like, oh, dude, my sound is cool. My sound is lame. And uh, actually, last week's episode was actually three weeks ago. Uh, I was able to rig it up so that my Skype listeners could hear it, but I was really lazy this morning and didn't set it up. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll have you back sometime, and you will uh, hear like, some It's awesome like sounds. acting in sci-fi. You know, you have to look at the X and pretend it's there. Exactly. <laughs> think of the sound effects not being there like a blue screen. Yep. All right. Well, it's interesting. Both of you guys are here. You both work on the TUI creative team. Yep. I uh, I drafted Jonathan. He actually uh, he was not an original member, but he came up with a, a lot of really good ideas. And I we I think we when did I end up drafting you? We we, we were playing in some online tournament, and we got started talking about something. And then I was like, Yeah, hey, you know what? I have, I've got this little project I'm working on, and I think I, actually, I sent you a couple things. I don't I don't know where it came from. It, you just sent me a, an an unsolicited uh, PM, I believe. Uh, asking right. if I wanted to help with the creative team. So I don't know what brought me to your attention. but uh, And then you, you sent me some stuff for um, uh, Lineage. Uh, right, right. I helped out with some of the, uh, the... Most of Lineage was done. It was mostly the personnel and some of the missions, I think, that I helped with on Lineage. Right, right, right. Yes. And uh, he has most recently helped out a uh, great deal on a, a new release, uh, Tapestry. Yeah, so Tapestry just came out. Uh, do you guys want to talk about a couple cards from the set? Well, my favorite playtest uh, subtitle that did not make it into the real set, that I desperately, desperately hope would make it into the real set, was Wesley Crusher, Time Lord. Oh, that's kick-ass. <laughs> As a Doctor Who fan, I can appreciate that. That would have been so cool. I was very, I was very sad that I had to cut that as creative lead, but yeah, I, I really wanted to keep it tuned, and I was like, ah, all right, let's actually put a real title on there. And so I had to go with the boring thing of Apprentice Traveler. That actually got we actually got a lot of flack about that. He's like, he wasn't a traveler, blah blah blah. The traveler's the race of the guy, and I'm like, no, he was, he was learning from the guy how to travel and do the get out of time jail free thing <laughs> <laughs> the time jail we're all stuck in oh, I hate yeah. it yeah so uh, anyway uh, I'm looking forward to using uh, to using Wesley because uh, his ability pretty much <laughs> it's right off the right out of the episode he stops everything says wait a minute I'm getting off let's <laughs> stop everything <laughs> uh, yeah it's really cool yeah um, uh, Matt how about you what's your favorite card from the set well <sighs> 
I don't know about my favorite, but at least my favorite character from TNG has always been Riker. Um, And the Riker that was in this set, I really felt there was a lot of discussion about exactly what his title and subtitle should be. Um, Whether there was actually a discussion at one point whether he was going to be a new. Persona, a new, a new uh, character that was. His, Somebody also wanted to change his species. Right, right. Oh, we were talking about whether okay. he was going to be human trill or just trill or human, and it went back and forth. And we finally um, taking into account a few of the uh, previous cards that had kind of set that up. All the all the precedents of like you know Curzon Odo and then Ezra Teigen without the trill. We finally settled on uh, what you see on the card now yeah. with his subtitle just being William Odon, which reflects his merging uh, and certainly his new identity. But he still keeps his William T. Riker because that's the that's more of a gameplay conceit because that means that you can't play him with say you know. Uh, the two cost guy from Necessary Evil that uh, get, gets a bunch of skills, or the you know the battleship wrecker, or any of the other ones. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I really like him, and and he looks I think he looks pretty slick in his uh, his blue getup, and he's got a he's got a good looking good looking card looking shot for that art picked out for him. A nice grin. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great card, um, and I love that he's got the host keyword. Makes your opponent yep. think, and yeah, it's gonna be fun. Out of emergence, baby. Heck yeah. Well, um, all right. Well, just for showing up, Jonathan, you're going to win a pack of In a Mirror Darkly. And huzzah. Yeah, huzzah. Uh, <laughs> and I think with that, let's get started. Um, let me explain uh, what everyone's playing for today. The winner of today's show will win a second edition V-Foil out of my collection. Jonathan is hoping to win... The Dignitaries and Witnesses V-Foil, and Matt Kirk is looking for the USS Enterprise A Tacking Into the Wind pre-release foil. If either player, whoever wins today, wins the Gift of the Torments around, he'll win an additional pack of Intermar in a Mirror Darkly, or if Matt Kirk wins, he's decided to go with some 1E packs. So, good luck to both players. Let me explain the rules of the game. Just like in Star Trek CCG, the object of the game is to score 100 points before your opponent. Since several of the personnel and ships in TUI share the same game title, with when such a card is the correct answer, please give some way of uniquely identifying the card, such as the card's set or subtitle. Also, we have a new feature. Since this is a TUI special, I've decided to upgrade the show a little bit with a new rule, something fun. So let me explain how this works. In each timed round, except for the bonus round, one correct answer to a question has been pre-selected to be the obscure answer of the round. Uh, if you happen to give two of the three obscure answers during the game, you will win an OTSD box with a design of your choice. And the game is divided into five rounds, and I'll explain each one as we get there. If you're both ready, let's get started with round one, Red Alert. And you can't hear it, but the Red Alert sound effect is playing right now. I'm uh, imagining it in stereo. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask both players a question. Buzz in as soon as you think you know the answer. If you're correct, you're going to win five points. But if you're wrong, your opponent's going to hear the entire question and have a chance to answer. You will not lose any points for a wrong answer in round one. If you're both ready, let's get started with the first question. 
Alrighty, what set appears on the cards? I'm sorry, let me try that again. It's chewy, it's a new thing. I gotta get it's used kinda, to He's kind of rusty, it's questions. okay. Yeah, I'm rusty, yeah. Uh, what set number appears on the cards from the set Tapestry? That. 27? 27 is correct for five hey. points. I was, gonna be, I was gonna feel really bad if I got that wrong. That would have been pretty damn funny. <laughs> Well, Considering five, we just released it. Exactly. Five points for Matt, nothing for Jonathan. I'm sure that's going to change. Moving on to question number two. Question number two. Who, I'm sorry, what is the rarity of the card one-upmanship? Um, uncommon. Uncommon is correct for five points. Puts you to five, ties the game up. All right. Who is the only future Earth personnel? Matt... Jake Sisko, Temporal Anchor. That is correct for five points. Puts you to ten. It's ten points for Matt, five points for Jonathan. Move on to question number four. Which three-cost rare event from Captain's Log is a maneuver that plays in your core and includes the game text, Jonathan... The Dominion will prevail. That is correct for five points. Very good. Wow. Yes. All right. If I had finished, it would have said order. Destroy this event to begin an engagement involving your officer personnel. Uh, yes, but Dominion will prevail is correct. Well done. Matt? Well, I will prevail is another question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like you got some, nice, some tough competition, Matt. All right, question yeah. number five. Which quote-unquote obsessed personnel from what you leave but john uh i'm sorry matt board queen board queen is correct for five points very good matt you are at 15 jonathan has 10 the uh question was which obsessed personnel from what you leave behind has an integrity of two and a cost of four well done we're moving on to question number six how many persona of william t Riker also have the keyword Commander, USS Enterprise D. Jonathan. Two. Two is correct for five points. Very good. Ties the game up at 15 each. The two are Skilled Commander from Dangerous Missions and Wistful Admiral, Wistful Admiral. from yeah. Reflections 2.0. Very good. We've got to keep it exciting for the audience. So. <laughs> well, you, you sure are doing that. Um, let's continue on with question number seven here. What is the cost of the card... USS Sovereign. Matt Kirk. Six. Six is correct for five points. Very good. 20 points for Matt, 15 for Jonathan. Our eighth and final question of the round is... <clears throat> I'm looking for either the subtitle or set of the following personnel. Which Kieran Reese has the game text... When this personnel uses a skill to complete a Bajoran mission, score Jonathan. Highest major? Highest major is correct. Very good. That's worth five points. Puts you to 20. And it's a tie game. And uh, for getting that correct, you do win the obscure answer of the round. I figured no one was actually going to get that. So you have one obscure answer of the round on the board for yourself there. If you get one more during the game, you're going to win an OTS, uh, OTS, a customized OTSD of your choice. Oh, neat. All right, that's the end of round one. 
Uh, let's recap the scores. It's uh, it's a horse race. It's 20 points for Matt and 20 points for Jonathan. Before I start round two, I'd like to give a shout out to MC Cola for his theme, A Dangerous Game. And at the end of each round, the player who won the round will get a chance to play Fizbin. Well, guess what? You guys tied. So, um, <laughs> I don't have a coin handy, but it, when we do have a, a uh, tie like that, we uh, randomly select the player to play Fizbin. All right, here's what I've got. I've got a copy of Seek Savior and a copy of Hunt Alien in front of me. I'm going to shuffle them. And Matt, I'm sorry, Jonathan, for getting the last answer correctly, um, do you believe, I'm shuffling them, do you believe the card that is in my right hand is Hunt Alien or Seek Savior? Um, because it's a cooler mission, I'll pick Hunt Alien. I unfortunately had Seek Savior in my right hand. Hunt Alien is in my right hand. Seek Savior is definitely cooler than Hunt Alien. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I would agree with that, too. No offense. Oh, come on. Klingons hunting species 8472? <laughs> Delta Quadrant? 50 point space integrity mission. What are you talking about? <laughs> Potential right. 50 points. Sounds like a debate for another day. Find, find your, uh, your guy. Well, or gal, or gal. <laughs> Matt, for Lu for Jonathan not correctly identifying the right mission, you're going to get to play Fisman. Uh, Fisman, this game is called At What Cost? The Fisman rules are: I have taken 16 cards that have been randomly selected before the show. They are all rares or foils. Uh, there are two cards, each of cost zero through seven, so 16 cards, but two pairs of cards that cost zero and i'm sorry gotcha you got it okay. there's two zeros oh my goodness two zeros two ones two twos etc right 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 um you will oh excuse me you're going to select one of those cards at random after it's revealed you may choose to pick another or stop if the card's cost of the next revealed card if you decide to go on is equal to or greater than the previous card picked you can select again or stop and if you select a card with a cost less than your previously selected card, you're going to lose all cards accumulated. But if you stop, you're going to win all the cards you've selected so far. So basically, you pick a zero, you're good. Got it. You pick a seven, you're probably going to want to stop. So right. equal to or less than, or equal to or greater than, I'm good. But less than, that's it. Exactly. You didn't tell me we'd have to do math for this. Well, there's no math. <laughs> it's two e. All you have to do is count the seven. And I just get one shot. Okay. Uh, you're going to pick a card and then continue. choose to continue or stop. So I'm shuffling some pre-selected cards. Let me tell you before we go on that in here is a Data Lucasian Share, a Borg Queen Guardian of the Hive, um, a couple of other interesting cards. So we'll shuffle and see what we got. Chakotay First Officer? No. He's dreamy. <laughs> he is dreamy. <laughs> He's a seven. That's weird. I enjoyed abusing him in my Davo, not Davo, my uh, Tongo deck at uh, Continentals. Anyway, that's a discussion for another day. Uh, Matt, tell me when you want to stop shuffling. Uh, stop. Okay. I'm going to lay these out on my table here, uh, 1 to 16, and you're going to tell me. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll do two, row, two uh, rows of eight. So tell me uh, row one or two. And uh, card one through eight. Okay. Let's do top row, last card. That is a cost five Kelvin show of force. Mm. 
So that's rough. Would you like to stop there with that wonderful card that everyone plays with, or <laughs> would you like to risk it and go on and hope to find a six or a seven? You might get that dated Lucasian chair, who is a yeah. Five. All right, I'm feeling a little froggy. Sure, uh, let's have the second row and the third card. Second row, third card is a Forsaken with a cost of six, so you're yeah. staying alive. But that is Dan Hammond's favorite dilemma. I love that dilemma. It's fun and money too. Yeah. yeah. Forsaken. Forsaken. Yeah. Yeah. Six costs. Need two honor, two treachery to get past, and then the people who use their skills get put under the deck. Yeah. Interesting. I've never seen that. People play it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, it's a cool well, card. Well, Dan Hammond plays it, and he's about the only one who's played it regularly that I've seen. Um, let's see. I don't particularly care about losing either of those. So sure, <laughs> let's go for a seven. Um, okay. How about top row number seven? Because that's where the seven cost card is. Unfortunately, it is a ROM undercover spy with a cost of one, so that's going to hang around for you. All right. These cards are going to go away. Um, I have a whole new set set out for round two, and then we're going to combine the two sets for round three for a lot of fun. Oh, wow. All right. At least I think I am. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good. Let's recap the scores. Matt Kirk has 20. Jonathan has 20. Let's move on to round two, raise the stakes. Uh, Before the show, both players saw a set of four questions, each with a clue attached. They chose three of the four questions to ask their opponent. Each time a player answers a question correctly, he's going to win five points or ten if the question's clue was chosen to be revealed. If a player answers a question incorrectly, their opponent gets the points that the question's worth. So for uh, playing Fizbin, Matt Kirk's going to hear the first question as chosen by Jonathan. Matt, here's your first question. Name five V-Rarity Dilemmas with a cost of zero. And there is a hint attached. Four of them are consumed dilemmas, and one is a cost plus... I'm sorry, and one of them is cost plus five. Okay. Five, zero cost, V-Rarity Dilemmas. Yes. So there's no... Limitation on the icon, it can be space or planet or dual. That's correct. The launching? The launching is one of them. Um, insurrection? Insurrection's another. He wasn't nice. He wasn't nice. Holly water intoxication? That's four. And Warm Welcome. Warm Welcome is correct for 10 points. Very good. Jonathan, let's move on to your first question. Uh, Matt would like you to name four dilemmas from the set, Favor the Bold. And there is a hint attached. You may have an ace, in quotation marks, in the hole. Oh, oh, so all-consuming evil. That's one. Uh, let's see. Favor the bold. Mm. Let's see. There was undiscovered country, then favor the bold, then raise the stakes. Favor the bold. Um, 
If you had given this question to me and it was Undiscovered Country, I think I'd have to recuse myself since I was a designer on that set. Let's see. Was Well, this one will probably stump me, but was that the set that included Breaking the Ice? Breaking the Ice was not in that set, unfortunately. That one was in Undiscovered Country. Does that mean I failed the, uh, the question? Yes, I'm afraid so. That's going to give Matt 10 points. That's Favor the Bulb was the one with all the weird consume stuff, like Bold Plan and Best Interest at Heart and all that one, all those. Oh, all the dilemmas I've never played with? Yeah. Yeah, there that are. That why I don't know. <laughs> uh, there are quite it's, a few. It was a goofy set. set. Yeah. Uh, unwanted Guess, Infighting, Klingon Law, Let Them Worry, One to One, etc., etc. Uh, right, well, that's going to give 10 points to Matt. Matt, you're at 40. Jonathan's at 20. And we are going to move on to your second question, Matt. All right. Matt, name two cards with the profit keyword. Profit keyword. Okay. Um, the Reckoning. The Reckoning is one. For the Cisco. For the Cisco. We'll give you that five points. Very good. All right. There were four others, Straying from the Path, The Prophet's Guidance, Trial of Faith, and Vision of Violence. Matt, that puts you to 45. Jonathan has 20. We're going to move on to Jonathan's second question. Jonathan, I want you to name four ships from the set 10th Anniversary Collection. Four ships from the set 10th Anniversary Collection. There is a hint. There is a Cardassian Affiliation Cavort class ship in the set. Do I put the subtitles or just the titles? Just give me the title, since okay. we have the set defined. Well, if you just give me the was, title, there it's was okay. USS Enterprise D. That's one. Uh, was Rovarin. Uh, That's two. Ship. Uh, Naprem was the the Cardassian Cavort class. Right. We're looking for one more. Um. Oh. Uh. Well, let's see. No. How does that go? Uh, USS Sutherland. That's correct for five. Uh, for ten points. Excuse me. Very good. Puts you to 30. Very Yay. good. All right. So Matt is currently at 45 points, and Jonathan has 30. We're going to Matt's third and final question of the round. Matt, I want you to name four personnel who have... I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, that would be... If you could name four of these, that'd be pretty good. But I'm going to ask you to name one of them. Name one of the four personnel who have both telepathy and treachery, and there's a hint involved... Three of these personnel were in the set second edition. Okay. Um, I'm hoping one of these is the obscure answer. <laughs> oh, there's no obscure answer in this round. Oh, that's too Sorry, bad. only in the timed rounds. Oh, timed rounds, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't want you sitting here all day thinking of an obscure answer. That <laughs> Well, okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure I know at least one, but I'm going to go for all four here. I'll give you the one, and then, I'll, and then you know, we'll keep going with the other sure. one. So first one is um, the Viceroy from second edition. That's correct. Very good. That will give you ten points. And please continue showing off. Uh, Altavar. Yes, that's true. That's one. Soto. Yep. And oh, there's one more that's not for second edition. 
I was gonna say Devin on your own, but we haven't done him yet. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, the other the <laughs> the three cost viceroy that yeah, yeah downloads events. That's correct. It's the other right. viceroy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, no bonus points for that, but uh, your bragging rights are sure to increase. <laughs> uh, puts you to fifty-five. Jonathan has thirty. Jonathan, here's your third and final question. How many artifacts? came out in the set, Strange New Worlds. And by artifacts, I mean cards that have the keyword artifact. Let's see. Strange New Worlds. That was the set where the Ferengi showed up. Artifacts. You know, we got a bunch of artifacts back in Necessary Evil. I know there aren't that many artifacts in Tui, and I can't think of any off the top of my head. So I might as well just guess that there aren't any. That's absolutely correct. Very good. Cool. Fantastic. It gives you five points. There is, in fact, zero artifacts from Strange New Worlds. and There, there was one in the playtest file. Oh. Way, way back in the day. Can I was say when, more? Hmm. Uh, well, it did, it did get later produced. Toxitat showed up. Oh, neat. Um, that was the first time that... Yeah. And uh, during playtesting, I think it was Kius Fajo did some cool stuff with artifacts, and then they were like, no, that's too much like 1-8, so they made him do the acquisition diplomacy thing instead, and Toxitac got pushed. Matt, sometime I think you and I should have a chat where you talk about playtest stuff. Awesome. <laughs> if I could remember any of it, it's about <laughs> five, six, seven years ago or now. That's awesome. Although I'd feel like I would be impeding on uh, a couple of Sir's uh, podcast show. <laughs> like that. Well, very good. That's going to end the round. Uh, Jonathan, you are, you got five points for that. 35 is your total. Matt has 55. And congratulations on getting through uh, Raise the Stakes. And so let's see here. Who is going to play Fizbin this round? It looks like Matt scored 35 points that round, so he, as opposed to Jonathan's 15. So he, Matt Kirk, is going to play Fizbin again. Matt... I have a new set of 16 cards here. What's kind of cool in here? I've got a Stalling for Time. That's a zero cost. This is where all the good cards were. Uh, A USS Prometheus fills out the other end of that. And a lot of fun foils and junk in between. Is it the Fed Prometheus or the Romulan Prometheus? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, It's the Fed one. Ah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to shuffle these. That's a really good card for Commodore Prototype. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Considering, I mean, story, <laughs> storyline, uh, <laughs> appropriateness aside, it's actually a pretty good card to get for that. Yeah, because it's hard to play. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Very good. Stop shuffling. shuffling. Okay, I've stopped shuffling. I'm going to lay out two rows of eight. Two, do, do, do. There's row one. We're laying out row two. Go ahead and pick a card for me, Matt. Row two, number six. Row two, number six, is a one-cost Kieran Arise Reformed Collaborator. Okay. That's from Call to Arms. All right. Let's keep rolling. Uh, Row one, card one. Row one, card one, is the... (laughs) Well, it's both good and bad. Uh, It's a seven-cost, but it's the USS Prometheus Experimental Prototype. Sure, I'll I'll stop. I think he's going to stop there. Very good. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Matt Kirk has won a Prometheus and a Kieran Arise. Congratulations. 
I'm going to replace those two cards in this pile with some other cards I've uh, set aside for our third and final round of Fizzbin after our next round of Warp Speed. Yeah, I was thinking, you're not going to make us start listing board personnel, are you? Like you did <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid it's more interesting than that this time. Uh, I have picked a fun one for this one. I think uh, <laughs> we're going to have some fun with this. That's, so, just, that's just Indiana Jones and the snake pit. <laughs> that's mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I do hope there's a board question in here somewhere for you, Matt. Uh, <laughs> that. We'll see if Borg is the bane of your TUI existence as well. Um Let's try this. Okay, I'm going to ask both players uh, to name items off a given list. Each player must give an answer, starting with the player in the lead. That's Matt. Players will alternate until one player cannot name an item on the list or time runs out. The other player is going to score 10 points. I do need the exact card title for the answer to be correct. And if there's some need for clarification, I'll ask you for it. All right, Matt. Seven seconds on the clock. I would like... You to name a temporal keyword card. Um, quantum incursions. Yeah, quantum incursions. It does not have temporal on it. Oh boy. Well, that is the. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so That's sorry. That's really lame. Wow. No, it sure That's doesn't. Warp speed round. It's got the. It's got the. Yeah, it's got the alternate icon on it. Temporal. That's dumb. I'm so sorry, Matt. See, I'll tell you why I said quantum incursions because of the stupid achievements. I was trying to. I made a deck that was Q and temporal and the AU icon all at the same time, and it just got mixed oh, in there. So yeah. that's that's not. Well, that's my excuse. It's a great so idea. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it, and it makes sense. It should have a temporal keyword, but it doesn't. We'll push the eradicate for that. Rules committee. Yeah. Listen up. Eradicate that card. And then temple. all you'll need is a You know, I'm machine. still waiting for them to errata all board queens to be Bajoran affiliation. Just saying. <laughs> what? what? Oh, you, don't, you don't remember that? There was, there was somebody on the message boards that was, they were worried about uh, the way errata were being done. And so they, were, they talked about how, well, you know, for all you know, somebody might come up to you in the middle of the tournament and reveal that your board queen has just been errata to be Bajoran. You know, it was like this terrible thing. So I, I can't help but it, it just I get such a kick out of talking about that that I can't let it go. Wow. I got you. Gotcha. <laughs> and on that slightly awkward note, uh, the obscure answer of the round was visionary. So no obscure answer. But if Jonathan can find the last obscure answer in, in the zone, he is going to win that OTSD box. All right, let's recap the scores. Jonathan, you got 10 points for that. That's going to put you at a 45. Matt has 55. It's a tight game, guys, and it's still anyone's game. And, of course, Jonathan, you get to play Fizzbin. Oh, goody, goody. Goody, goody gumdrops. Well, uh, Matt got a 1 and a 7, and I'm going to replace those right now. Sorry, I'm talking far away from the microphone. It's bad. It's terrible for the podcast. <laughs> the level sounded the same. Actually, that's good. This microphone has turned out to be a lot better than uh, the one I used to be, which is ironic. Okay. What kind did you get? <laughs> I had been using this nice little Samson Studio condenser. It cost me like 30 bucks. It retails for 70 And for some reason, the audio levels were just terrible on it. 
You know what I'm using right now? I'm using a, a PlayStation 3 camera microphone. Nice. Mm -hmm. Pix sounds just about the same, and it's got like a great uh, field of uh, how far I can be away from it. So anyway, Jonathan, congratulations on winning Warp Speed. Uh, you get to play Fizzman this round. I've shuffled a new one cost and seven cost card into the previous pool. And uh, so uh, still got a couple interesting cards in there. Jonathan, I've put two rows together. Uh, and I didn't ask, you know what? <laughs> just to be fair, just to be fair. I just put the rows out without asking you to stop. Tell me when to stop shuffling. Oh, so, that's okay. That's, that's no, fine. it's not, Jonathan. Equal <laughs> opportunity bad, for all. Stand poker, grandmother. Yeah, that was stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm shuffling, Jonathan. Tell me when to stop. Okay. Every day he's shuffling. That's right. <laughs> okay, stop shuffling. Okay, I've stopped. Jonathan, two rows of eight. Row one, row two, pick a card. Uh, Row two, number five. Row two, number five is... A five-cost dilemma, there's... Or, I'm sorry, the moon's a window to heaven. Do you want to continue? Uh, yeah, I can kind of pass on that, so let's continue. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go with row one, number three. Row one, number three is, unfortunately, a one-cost common ground, and that's going to end the round. All righty. Well, that was fun. I'm kind of glad, though, being spared ending up with a copy of The Moon's Window to Heaven, so... It's a great dilemma! What are you talking about? <laughs> I occasionally put in my Cardassian builds. It's yeah. okay. Sure, though. Uh, it's, not close. it's not close enough to be horrible. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's far enough away that you can kind of, like, pretend it's not really there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, well. Uh, very good. <laughs> Jonathan, you have 45 points, and Matt has 55 points. We're going to move on to round four in the zone. I'm going to ask ten questions. Buzz in when you think you know the answer. I'm going to stop reading the question. If you're correct, you're going to win ten points. If you're wrong, your opponent's going to win the ten points. Whoever has the most points at the end of the round, or whoever is the first player to have 100 total points, will win the game. There is the potential of a tournament of champions down the road. So play your best and have some fun. All right. All right, let's get started with uh, question number one and in the zone. Other than hard time... Name two three-cost dilemmas from the set Reflections. No one wants this. All right, that's time. No one buzzed in, right? No. Nope. Okay, there's actually quite a few of these. Um, we've got... But no one plays with them. Aftermath, <laughs> Final Adventure, Full Security Alert, Mr. Tricorder, The Three Vipers, Unknown Microorganism, and Worn Out Welcome. Oh, gee, I couldn't think of any of those. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was not welcome, but I couldn't think of a second one. I should have thought of a pro. I was just totally blanking on the whole set. I was going like, oh, what else was in there? <laughs> That's all good. Well, um, Matt's still at 55. Jonathan's at 45. Still anyone's game. We're going to question number two. Name two alternate universe Cardassian cards. Matt. Uh, Thrax and Nador. Correct. For five, yeah. uh, ten points. Very good. All right, that puts you to 65. Jonathan has 45. And we're going to move on to question number three. Question three, name a five-cost non-aligned personnel. Act. Anorax. Anorax is correct for 10 points. Very or good. Wesley Crusher Time Lord. I mean, uh, Apprentice Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You know, I, he, wasn't, he wasn't in the uh, search when I went to go search for him at the time. 
Well, he's not tournament legal yet, so probably wouldn't be a correct answer. So. I, I would have taken it. I would have taken it. Uh, very good. We're, uh, that's 75 points for Matt. 45. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, yes, 45 points for Jonathan. We're going to question number four. Question number four, name two equipment cards that have the word pad in title. Engineering pad and science pad. That is correct for 10 points, puts you to 55. Point recap, 75 points for Matt, 55 points for Jonathan. Move on to question number five. Name a mission worth 50 printed points. Matt. Pegasus Search. Pegasus Search is correct for 10 points. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yes, that's correct. Unfortunately, the obscure answer of the round was in there. It was Aid Lost Colony. Uh, <laughs> but it didn't matter anyway. Jonathan didn't uh, get um. in time on that one. Matt, you're at 85. Jonathan's at 55. Moving on to question number six. Hands on buzzers. Question number six. Name a ship with a printed range of 10. Jonathan. Borg Cube. Borg Cube is correct for, for 10 points. Puts you to 65. Very good. There were a couple other interesting answers in there. Uh, Delta Flyer Rebuilt Hot Rod. Lacuse's Borg Cube. USS Enterprise D Personal Flagship. And a couple others. Question number 7. Matt has 85. Jonathan has 65. Tight game, guys. Still anyone's game. Question 7. Name a personnel. Matt, are you still with us? I'm here. Okay, good. Just making sure. Matt and Jonathan, here's question number seven. Name a personnel with both honor and anthropology. Chakotay, bridge between two crews. Uh, ten points for you, and it seems like Malway's search engine is giving me a big headache. <laughs> boo. Yeah, boo. Calling oh, him out. Sorry. I wonder, why is he not on this list? Eh, whatever. You get the 10 points regardless. 95 for Matt, 65 for Jonathan. Moving on to question number eight. Hands on buzzers, guys. Question number eight. Which five-cost event from Extreme Measures includes the game text? Jonathan? Ferengi Tradition? Ferengi Tradition is incorrect. It is uh, what I was going for. Let me finish the question. When you are about to lose five points to pay the cost of a card you own... That's going to give 10 points to Matt and the game for 105 points. Congratulations. Congratulations. Didn't, didn't we say you can't, no. you have to actually win it and you that's, can't that's the magic rule do it you where the opponent win. gives you the points to push you over? No, that, you've been wanting me to implement that since you... Because uh, <clears throat> it's just such a dumb way to win it. <laughs> I mean, I, I get I get that it gives the person behind kind of a leg up, but that's just, at the same time, it's like, hey, come on. Maybe you could change it so that if somebody gets the question wrong, their opponent gets only five points. That was another thing, Matt. That, that, was, just that was another thing that I, that I yeah. Uh, huh, Matt. Great things think alike. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Matt, you do win the game. Congratulations. Uh, even if you believe your victory is bittersweet. <laughs> um, I just wanted to really earn it instead of just, you know. He bust in and got it wrong. Oh, hey, look, I win. Uh, sorry. I, that's that's the risk of in the zone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Jonathan, for playing a great game. Matt, you remain undefeated again. All right. Uh, 
Well, we're going to have to get someone to uh, defeat you one of these days. I'm telling you, get Charlie on the show. He'll kick my butt. That'll be fun. Well, uh, yeah, uh, we do want to thank Jonathan again for showing up. You do get that pack of Intermirror Darkly. And we want to say thank, thank you. you very much. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, feel free to come back anytime. Best game, Jonathan. All right. Uh, Mac, again, congratulations for winning the game. That's uh, five shows won now. <laughs> Something like that, yeah, I think. I, I've lost count. Uh, you're going to win a but lot of great prizes. My, uh, my gift to the Tormentor streak is uh, has been broken. So, so yes, but maybe we can uh, get back on <clears> that we'll bandwagon here. Well, you won the game. You're going to get that Enterprise A foil of a couple of the Prometheus, the Norris, and uh, you get all the packs, or you might get all the packs now. Let's find out. So uh, you're going to play in this. You're going to play uh, Gift of the uh, Gift of the Tormentor. Uh, you're going to be playing. Uh, I've picked out a harder question for you to answer. I'll ask you the question. You have 30 seconds to think about it, and after those 30 seconds, I'm going to ask you for your answer. If you're correct, you are going to win the. Uh, other one and a half triples packs and that other dominion pack so if you are ready 30 seconds is on the clock here i want you to name six personnel with the cadet keyword and go okay uh so 30 seconds to think about it after the 30 seconds you can give me your answers so uh go ahead i'm just i'm just gonna start listing them off um Riley Shepard, Seth Matthews. Those are correct. Uh, Karen Ferris. That's correct. <clears throat> Nog Eager Cadet. Absolutely. Um, Over two more. Uh, Cito Jaxa. That's another. And Nicholas Lacarno. Absolutely, you win the bonus round. Congratulations. Tim Waters. God, I couldn't think of his name. I can't, I, my, I got Will stuck in my head. I'm like, no, his name was a Will. <laughs> Tim Waters, that's the other. That's you, the... Congratulations, you get those packs. Thank you so much for showing up. I hope you had a fantastic time. I had a lovely time. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, both of you, for playing. This is Corbin Johnson signing off saying so long and thanks for all the trek. Star Trek in all forms is copyright and trademark of CBS Paramount Studios, which has no affiliation with myself or trekcc.org. This podcast is for non-profit use only. A special thanks to cameramusic.co.uk for additional music used in the podcast. Contestants were furnished before the show with rules of the game. Portions of the show not affecting the outcome were edited for time. We are looking for contestants for both this show and our all-new TUI format, Shakedown. If you're interested, send me a PM on the message boards at CorbinQ27, and good luck. Tune in next time as two more players battle it out for victory and prizes on the Star Trek CCG Game Show. That is correct. Uh, hold on a second. Did you say quantum incursions? Maybe. Yeah, that. <laughs> That's what he said. I Is that not the name of the card? I don't think it has a temporal icon or a temporal keyword. Yeah. Oh, I, I assumed it did when you said it, and then I looked at the list and went. No. Does it not? Hold on a second. It's either I one of us is wrong. <laughs> Let's find out who.
that's oh, lame. It's the um, it's the, the it's the alternate universe card. Uh, well, I, just just a suggestion. I mean, he he can have the. I'll, throw it where he can have the 10 points at the end but you know I, we can do better than that <laughs> we I'll can make a more interesting can. segment i'll bet you can um i i uh i don't i, I want to be fair to jonathan so he is going to get the 10 points yeah that's fine um do you i tell you what but for fun why don't we try uh why don't we try that again just for fun we'll see how far we can get but uh let's have jonathan start this time is okay. that okay with you jonathan just temporal incursion Temporal incursion is correct. Yes, Matt. <laughs> Temporal test subject. That is correct. Machinations. That is correct. Destiny reset. That is correct. Temporal observatory. That is. is uh, uh, nope. Sorry. Observatory. What? No, I think that's a dilemma. And Wait. What? I don't even recognize that title, Temporal Observatory. Yeah, I think I think there's a dilemma with that title. I don't think so. Um, maybe. Maybe I'm maybe I'm delusional. <laughs> Were you thinking? I, I'm suffering oh. from temporal narcosis. That's the problem. Oh, is it temporal? I, uh, I thought you were thinking of temporal conduit. But anyway, no, um, no, there is no temporal obs uh, observatory, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, you guys what did. Part was I thinking of? I, have no I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, I know what I was thinking. I was thinking of. Well, should I say the title? Sure. Yeah. I was thinking of temporal true. delineation. Yes. Uh, uh, other cards include changed history, delivery boy, favor of the bold, guardian's advice, heightened perception, hindrance. Oh, nothing happened. Mm. Pursuit course slightly awkward. Subliminal signal. Tampering with time. Temporal delineation. Temporal flux. Energy ribbon. Edge of Forever, Mannheim Effect, Visionary, and What You Leave Behind. 